Welcome back. This is the new series we're doing where we're featuring a plethora of Polygon gaming projects. Basically getting an idea of what's going on in the play to earn or the play and earn, the blockchain gaming, all of these different aspects that we're seeing pop up with these games. Um, a lot of just interesting ways in which I think we're seeing the gaming world and the blockchain world unite. There's been a lot of controversy. We're going to speak about that as well. Maybe some of the ways going forward, some of the ways things need to improve. But regardless, I'm, uh, I'm pleased to be joined today by Phillips. He's the CMO over at Gunfire, and I've had some great chats with some of his team members in the past. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Phillips, thank you so much for joining me this week. Uh, yeah, thank you, Ricky, for your introduction. Uh, my name is Phillips, the CMO of Gunfire, and uh, I'm just very happy to be here with uh, Grabby Dow and then uh, all the community here today talking about Gunfire, talking about play to earn in general. Uh, looking forward to provide as many as much information about Gunfire as possible and also uh, provide like, ha- like having a wonderful chat with Ricky about play to earn in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's great because I don't think I've spoken to a, a gaming project now for a couple of months on the podcast. So it's, it's good to be back in that groove and, and getting back into seeing what the space is doing right now. But before we get into it, do you mind just quickly giving an introduction and background to yourself? Uh, what got you into crypto? What brought you being interested in the play to earn crypto gaming scene? And then maybe move into how you got involved with gunfire from there okay so for me my uh, i am phillips uh my background my personal background is actually uh is always in marketing so i have been doing marketing for the past five years and uh previously i worked in e-commerce and social commerce uh industry uh and then uh, until like 2020 the early of 2021 I think that is the time when uh, it was a time when Bitcoin starting to, you know, increasing crazily. And then, you know, I think for myself, I got FOMO as well. So then I, I participate into this crypto uh, scene. Uh, I purchased some of the tokens, some of the coins at the end of the year. I think the play to earn trend is just going up uh, all the time back in uh, the autumn of that, of the uh, 2021. So, I got into the industry and then I also got the chance to work for a blockchain game company. So for uh, Gunfire, so previously we are a team from a game studio that uh, usually provide uh, casual games on on, the, on mobile. Uh, so we have been developing Gunfire for one year, 1.5 year. We, st- we tested it out on the web 2 environment it has been a good game on the web 2 environment with good traction and then when we want to go web 3 when the when the trend came we decided that okay it's time for us to develop the game uh onto the web 3 environment but it took longer than we thought so we only been able to release the game uh in june in this year instead of like back all the way from autumn last year so it's a, a little bit late compared to other projects, but uh, it's okay because we uh, our our background our background of the team is uh, on the gaming aspect. So we are not really in here for the tokens or the IDO factor, but we really want to see what is the real potential of blockchain gaming, uh, and we want to see what is going to be the most efficient model to make money from game. So that's why we bring the the game into the Web3 environment and tested it out. 
Yeah, and as you mentioned there, and what I really appreciate is the fact that you guys built the game as a traditional gaming platform and then said, okay, you know, we're getting traction here and we see all the stuff going on play to earn. Why don't we just try to experiment and then go from there? I think I wish more games that I've seen in the past in blockchain gaming have done something like this where they actually put the focus on maybe some of the gaming aspects at first. You know, a lot of the projects I've been speaking to now, but in Polygon have brought this idea to the forefront as well. That is, you know, what do the gamers need first from a gaming perspective? What makes it fun? What makes it click? Why are people playing on it? And then shift over and say, okay, then how do we integrate this into some broader game economy um, and then potentially add some blockchain factors in it? Um, just going into Gunfire now, do you mind giving an overview of what Gunfire is? I know you mentioned it's a mobile game. Um, maybe some of the like the founding inspiration behind it. You know, what what were maybe some of the other games that you drew inspiration from to to build this project up? Just give an overview of of in some ways that that founding moment and spark that that brought you into building Gunfire. Yeah. So previously, uh, our studio we. Uh, work with some of the you know the 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 hoteling and farming uh like happy farming simulation mm -hmm. kind of game before we 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 used to develop those kind of games and we thought that okay uh, so uh we, we have failed with many casual game in the past and then we uh one day we found uh, we we okay so uh, the model of uh, gunfire is more or less the same as contra you ever you ever play contra on 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 the the gaming device back in the 90s very old so it if you the, ever play contra was it the atari was it super nintendo uh no i think it's i don't know if it's that old but uh in the in the in the 2000s uh in my country you have this uh kind of device it feels like the very uh or original of ps4 so you have this when you have to uh, you have this device when you have to plug in some kind of uh, of of, uh, of disc to just play, but you don't really have digital device uh, right now. I don't really remember, uh. but yeah, it's like Contra. If you ever play Contra, or you if you ever play Metal Slug on Steam, the gameplay is more or less the same. So our studio uh, thought that okay, this is the right journey for us to develop. And then we build gunfire. Uh, we build firstly. We build the game on the web two version. We tested it out. We just build it. We uh, the game. The, this 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 journey. This journey of game is called the casual game, and the specialty is in the platform shooting. Platform shooting here means you have this scene is is flat, and then uh, and then uh, you have a ground. You have the ground for the players. The characters will sit on that ground, and then we will go from one map to one another, just like a very famous game, as you see, two D game you see on mobile device right now, uh, is is flat. So it doesn't have like three D or uh, kind of all around sixty three sixty feeling, but uh, is it, but it's also a casual game that is very fun. So players like join the game first because they feel that it is fun. It is different from the from many blockchain games that they are seeing at the moment. So they join it first because of the fun. Um, so when you join the game, the experience is actually you don't have to purchase any NFTs or anything to just start the game at all. You can just log in and then you have your default character, default NFTs, uh, and not, not default NFTs, but default weapon. 
So you mm-hmm. can use that character and that weapon uh, to go shoot the monsters around. And then when you're doing so, uh, you can purchase NFTs anytime that you want. You just can play with the game for free. Uh, yeah. And one of the, the best thing that I can say about Gunfire is, firstly, is this uh, when we first arrive, the USB of the project is really about the gameplay. Yeah, it, that's all great to hear. And I want to also mention, because I was curious, so I did quickly Google Contra. And I, as I heard of it, and I was like, what What game? It was actually an arcade game. So it was a retro arcade game that was very popular in the uh, the late 80s here in the US. Um, that, that, that's incredibly cool, because I think like, just the throwback to a lot of those classic games that, um, you know, the tried and true people were just very much into them. I mean, there was, there was a lot of competition and back in those days, <laughs> I say it like it was years ago, it really wasn't that long ago. Um, it was only what, 30 years ago, but anyways, <laughs> um, people would go to arcades and there'd be a leaderboard, there'd be a social aspect to it. And I think yeah. that's another cool, it's- just cool piece of it. People always want to be the high score and be, have their name at the top listed there. Um, and it's, it's interesting seeing, you know, how arcades have now shifted basically into virtual communities. Uh, and some arcades still exist today, but I mean, most of their, they're more of a novelty than, uh, than a meeting place like they used to be for a lot in a lot of ways. But, um, now I know you mentioned some of the blockchain aspects of gunfire and what you just mentioned there. Cause you said you mentioned NFTs, um, and you mentioned guns as well being a part of this. So. Let's say I do. I'm a, I'm a casual player, and I do want to hop in, and I do want to maybe take advantage of some of the more blockchain-oriented aspects of Gunfire. Uh, do you mind providing some details about what these blockchain aspects are? Is there an in-game token that I'm earning that I can then use to purchase NFTs, or am I just straight up purchasing NFTs? Um, are they more cosmetic? Or are they a mix of both cosmetic and gameplay-oriented? Give me the rundown of what of what you guys have done there. The main mindset about developing Gunfire is how you can most take advantage of the blockchain technology. And in terms of play to earn, I think that uh, the difference between blockchain gaming and then traditional gaming in the Web2 world is actually the ability for the team to distribute the reward to the players without any uh, border barrier. Like they can distribute money all over the world without any kind of interference from banks or from governments or from policies. So that is uh, the the most beautiful aspect, I think, about gunfire. And I think about blockchain gaming in the future as well. So when you start gunfire, what, you, what you're going to need is an account. So this account can be created on our website. When you have a blockchain wallet, you just can create the, the account. And then when you have the username and password, you're going to go download the game, install it on your device, and then log into the game. So when you have successfully logged into the game, you just can play. It only takes you 30 seconds to get used to this kind of very easy but fun gameplay. Uh, so when, when you play for around, I think, a few days or a few weeks, I think, you will start into, okay, okay you want to explore more, you want to invest, so you can go to... Uh, so you have these two. You have two ways to earn the NFTs. Firstly, you can go to our our web page and then buy the chest. Uh, it, it is a very traditional and common way of buying NFTs. Secondly, you can get the NFTs by playing the game. So when you play the game, the game just drops some box, and in the box uh, there is an NFT. You can go to the website, get into your inventory, and then claim that box by paying the gas fee and some additional small amount of fee. 
So that is how you're going to own the NFTs. And these NFTs can be sold on our own marketplace. Uh, it can also be withdrawn from the game. It, it became your possession. Um, and then when you think that, okay, I am competitive, I want to earn, you can decide, you, 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 will, you, you, need, you will go to the uh, play to earn mode. So in the play to earn mode, it, it's actually where you're going to compete, compete your achievement with other players to see where, who achieved more maps in the game. So we organize the, the tournament uh, five days in a row. So every five days, the players get uh, the reward for the players are distributed from our team to the players. We distribute it via the wallets that they uh, uh, register with the system. So uh, every five days, you have the chance to earn. And uh, when you compete with those players, if you ranked higher than them, means you will earn more than them. So we... Yeah, we reward the players based on their achievement ranking by a leaderboard. Mm -hmm. And you only have so many chances to to rank on that leaderboard. So, I, so it's like a cumulative score, basically. So it's like my points add up the more and more I'm playing to get on the top there. Or is like the best round will get the highest spot? Uh, it is the it is the uh, the score. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have this 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 thing this. Uh, is this term we call the floor so when uh, it, there will be several rooms in a floor so when you play for around 20 rooms you pass one floor uh, so you you pass 20 room and you go to the next level like this so in the play to earn mode the more level you are at so for example i am at level level 100 floor 100 i will be ranked higher than those who are at floor 50 for example so, uh, and if I'm at 100, maybe I'm on the top of the leaderboard. So I will get the, to earn the best compared to those who uh, ranked lower. Interesting, interesting. I, I do, I do love the model that you guys have built here for reward distribution, and also just just to clarify. So the NFTs that you earn are these also? So you mentioned some of the guns. Are these mostly cosmetic based, or are there also in-game perks to these things? So if I have a special gun that has shoot certain lasers. Uh, maybe they're better or whatever, or they have just better guns in general from NFTs, or is it more so uh, like I get a nice-looking skin on my weapon or I get a nice skin for my character sort of uh, mix and match? Uh, no, uh, it will not be just a skin. Uh, it will be a total different characteristic for each gun. So we have these kind of assist, uh, terms we call the perks. So, so the perks are actually the benefits uh, that you have for a specific guns that you own. So for example, you own this laser, you will shoot laser, but if you own another, you will shoot another kind of bullets that uh, allow you to have different power. So uh, the guns will have different abilities as well. Very cool, very cool. And um, once again, yeah, I do I do like the model you guys have built here with, with rewarding those who are putting up the highest score plus like, do you have a casual non-crypto scene if they want people want to stay over there and if they want to move more into the play to earn model they have those options as well to then you know get deeper in the ecosystem and get more and more involved in that sense uh, i would i want to ask you some questions phillips about where you think we stand in a more broader sense of the the general crypto gaming scene here right now um you know there's a lot of controversy in some ways at least from what i've seen here in the u.s over uh gamers different attitudes on what it means to have blockchain integrated with 
with cryptocurrency. Um, some people love the idea. Some people, let's just say, don't love the idea. Um, the, the, it's almost like it's almost like a you have like a mob mob violence sort of scenario when any gaming company ever mentions about it. But anyways, just getting into this topic here. Um, what are some of the biggest issues that you currently see in the in the current crypto gaming play to earn uh, space right now at this time? And then maybe some of the ways in which either you're working on at Gunfire to fix some of these problems, or um, just some of the ways and solutions that you're currently exploring to to get this the, the space past these issues. Yeah, I think that uh, for gaming, uh, first firstly, I think just take it back to the beginning, and you know just keep things simple. So firstly, uh, if we need to dig deeper into uh, why players play game, they want to have a good experience. They want to have fun. And especially they want to immerse, uh, immerse themselves into another universe, another world, besides the world that they are living in like daily. So firstly, you need to create the ability for players to dive into another world that is like the first thing about game play, players play game just for fun for entertainment purpose and then uh secondly uh, for blockchain also just take it back to to the, the most uh, the most uh, simple characteristic of blockchain is uh, borderless and it is like it, it just eliminating the gap between people between the countries uh so that is exactly the two characteristic that we we uh, want to apply for gunfire. And another thing about blockchain, the benefits of blockchain in gaming it, 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 that it is also allowing the game to just create this secondary market where they can have a very official transaction without being cheat, uh, like being cheated, uh, like or being like, uh, like yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But it, it, for example, you, if you have a a, a uh, an item in in Dota. If you play Dota, you have an item, and then if, if you sell it on the black market, nobody's going to be to make sure that the item goes to you or the money goes to you. So blockchain enable with with smart contract. I think it's very basic. Uh, blockchain enable players to trade item with trust uh, and and with with contract. So just we just want to apply the most basic. Uh, terms and definition of blockchain so that we can uh, bring the game file to uh, and play the earn game to what the, to where the, to where they should be because um, uh, if you look at uh, the traditional gaming scene uh, they uh, we have eSports tournament are those are where the only place players can earn and you have to be really really good so blockchain gaming just bring the 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 esport factor to every game on the scene even when you compete in very casual game uh i don't know I, uh, there, there are many casual games like for example when you play for example fifa fifa mm -hmm. uh so you, you can't earn anything but if we have a blockchain over there in the game you can earn if you, you play so good so i think that uh what we really want to do here in gunfire is to only apply the most basic thing about blockchain to eliminate the gap between players all around the world. Uh, the factors like tokens or uh, transactions, uh, no, no, tokens only, and investment, I think it's not really necessary for game in the first place. 
Mm, when I think investment is for games when they want to scale, uh, when they want to develop more, they need to raise more funds to invest in the game. I think it's good. Uh, but uh, rather than that, even we can use USDT as the means of transaction in the game, because at the end of the day, players only need players only need to be rewarded and the income need to be stable. Uh, you you cannot expect to like pay two hundred dollar to buy. And, and NFTs, and then at the end of the day, you got like twenty dollar value from it, or you you buy like a thousand token worth of one thousand dollar, and then you get rewarded like two hundred dollar. No, uh, uh, I think that is only fair when okay, so you you spend a hundred to bet, and then you lose. So only when you lose, you deserve to like lose money. But if what if you win? So the the there has been many there have been many pain points with game five that even when the players win they play so well but the ROI is still not there. So what we are here for is we want to we want the good players to actually be rewarded and actually have the positive ROI. Uh, that's why we only use the chain the blockchain token to be the means of reward and means of transaction and our revenues also in the in, in, in the blockchain uh, tokens. So we don't really have to sell out any native token to get the revenue. So no party uh, is affected, uh, is impacted by, by us uh, making money in the game. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And very well said. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go under that FIFA example you just brought up. Because trust me, I have, I have some things to say about how FIFA handles their game economy and how I actually I wrote an article way back when about this because I'm like I, I like Ultimate Team is what their big their big um, franchise is and for those who aren't familiar with Ultimate Team it's like you buy these packs and your packs get played it's like virtual card games and then you can play with your players except the way they have it designed and set up is that you put in twenty dollars and you might as well just take that twenty dollars and just rip it up because <laughs> you're not gonna get anything good from the twenty dollars you spend on packs. Um, and so I remember, I remember as a kid uh, and I, I don't even want to talk about how much time I spent in some of these ways, but I remember like trying to game the economies of these games by going into the markets and like seeing if I could like buy and sell certain players and check up the price and like corner markets and all that, all this crazy stuff. And I think about it back in the day, I'm like, if they just let me sell this as an NFT, I could have probably made like actual tangible money from this potentially. And it's just a crazy concept to me looking at it. Like you put in, people put in thousands of dollars into this game, if they're, especially if they're a professional player, which, you know, that's the whole play to win model, that, or, or sorry, a pay to win model that a lot of people, uh, a lot of games have implemented these days. But if you just put in some sort of game economy where I can actually, not only can I extract value, but they also extract value from me, it's almost a, it's a mutual relationship instead of like a very parasitic relationship where it's, basically my wallet that they're <laughs> directly plucking money out of. Um, I, I just think there's so much potential in that aspect. And this is going to lead into my next question. But you, we, we see with traditional gamers, there's there's a lot. You know, I don't think play to, I don't know if NFTs and blockchain need to be in like every single game going forward. Or it has to be, you know, in every, you know, if people want to stay in the more traditional gaming scene, that's fine to me. Um, but I do think that in a lot of these game economies, there's such a clear gap in the market need in the market to allow players to actually okay i invested dozens if not hundreds of hours of my life into some some video game uh and effectively i have nothing to show for it. it's a fun game so i guess you have the entertainment factor 
but also people invest, you know, in cosmetics or other stuff. And even if it's like 20, 30 bucks, it'd be cool to be able to maybe potentially, I mean, not, not even flip it, but you know, you buy it, you have a, you have a very cool, like old piece. It goes later on in the game economy. People appreciate that more. And it's kind of a status symbol as well. Like, Hey, I have this piece from the beginning collection of the game or something of that nature. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of, it, it almost exists as is right now. It almost exists in a lot of game economies. Yet a lot of gamers, like hear nft and they just they just like run away and they're like no 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 no, i don't want any part of that and it's gonna commodify our games i i don't just i don't i don't necessarily agree because i think in most part games are like this close to what should be adoption of blockchain because they're already basically there in terms of game economies i don't think there's really any stopping that at this point um so in your opinion in what ways do you think it, it is best to approach the traditional gaming world. And I think it's interesting as well. I don't want to get too veer off this question, but I do know, I think it's interesting that you guys are also tackling the mobile market because it's so large. Um, but in what ways are you, are, would you, would you approach someone who might be totally against blockchain gaming or play to play to earn? And how would you, how would you try to have a, a conversation with them? Maybe not convince them, but what were some of the points that you'd really try to emphasize and bring home to say, okay, this is legitimate and maybe you should just consider it a little bit more than what you're already doing? So so I think my, uh, I think what I'm going to say if I'm going to approach uh, traditional players and ask them to try play to earn game is actually, firstly, you just need, you just go and play, play your play play it by yourself. Just play as normally as you can in the first stage because uh, it, it is the same for blockchain game, uh, at least for gunfire. Just play as a normal player. Nobody is going to require you to have anything. Nobody is going to require you to invest anything. Even some players, they invest in traditional game more than they invest in uh, blockchain game. Because in, the, in blockchain game, you have this kind of mindset where you go in to calculate, okay, I'm buying this. How am I going to get in return? So they buy it for the sake of return. Uh, but traditional players, they buy things for the sake of themselves. They just want to unlock the content. just want to know, I need to buy this box. I need to buy the fever pack because I want, I want to unlock. I want these feelings. I want these feelings to unlock the content. I want to fulfill my emotion. So you can have all of that experience with, with Web3 game is, is still the same. Just one small thing that you need to do. Uh, so what if I ask you one day, you feel that, okay, I'm playing so good. What I, Can I compete with anyone else? Can I, uh, can, I, can I get rewarded for my playing time? Because, you know, I'm playing, uh, I'm playing uh, a pro evolution soccer every day uh, uh, with my friends. And, you know, uh, there's no one that's going to guarantee if I, if I earn anything from playing with them even though I'm, I'm playing so well every day. Uh, so that is going to, going to get, you are going to get to the point where you feel that, okay, I'm playing so well. I need to make money with this game. Otherwise, I'm going to get bored. So, that, so when, you, when you feel so, what you're going to need to do is you just need to activate your Web3 wallet and then you connect that into the game and then uh, you compete with other players. If you win, you get the money from those who lose. Uh, yeah, I think I think that is very very fair. If you want to try, if you want to like make money with your skills, if you are if you feel that you can play so good, but 
The hard thing about it is you gotta find the right game that having that kind of model, uh, but not games that require you to heavy to put a heavy investment in the game first, and then just doesn't have this mechanism where good players can earn. So, my advice for traditional players players is, uh, I think that they just they, they they just can keep on playing their games, but when there are games that having this model where uh just it feels like esports for everyone mm-hmm. i would suggest them to try it as 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 you know as hard as possible because they will have just different experience with that i really appreciate your view on it because i think it's i think it's a very refreshing take that you have and it's just it's pretty straightforward it's hey if you want to play this game as a game don't worry about the web3 stuff just casually here you go just like don't That's worry about right. it but if you if you do want to get competitive with it and take it to that next step in level and, and the next part of intensity, which a lot of these games do have very intense aspects of, you look at any like competitive game these days, and it's very much matchmaking skill based. Um, yeah, I think it would be great to be able to earn and win and, and have cool prizes and stuff that I can effectively say is mine. Uh, and there's a provable way in which I can say this is mine and this thing over there is not yours. And, um, you know, I think, I think blockchain in many ways, it's interesting seeing, uh, the transparency aspect of it. I mean, you could see theoretically, you could see what other people have in their wallets as well in terms of like items and NFTs. Um, but it's also just like, it's just a verifiable record, even if it's not even the most decentralized blockchain in some ways, even if it's like a permissioned one, just the fact that you could actually have, um, these ledgers showing off what people own, uh, what items are out there. I think it's a very cool and unique aspect. And um, once again, you know, being able to take value and bring it around, and then you know, then then you can also have the more decentralized aspects of this as well. And as we're seeing with something like Polygon, is then taking that outside into the broader world of DeFi or whatever you want to do with it from there. Um, it's an interesting integration. It's one of the one of the areas, obviously, because we're running the series. One of the areas that I personally think is going to be one of the big adoptions for um the you know cryptocurrency use case and uh, it's really cool to see so many projects building on here moving into some wrapping up questions here phillips um i guess the first one would be the f- the roadmap looking for the short to medium term roadmap for gunfire because i know you guys are not only just launching on polygon um so you mind just giving a bit of a development update about what's going on with the project what you guys are up to and then what people can ex- expect for the next couple of months yeah all right so for gunfire for the next couple of months uh, what we are looking into is, firstly, we want to prioritize this uh, uh, fundraising. So we still want to, like, uh, the reason for this fundraising is is just coming from a development perspective. So uh, when you play our game right now, even when you play Play to Earn, we compare your achievement, but it is your achievement against the bots, the machines. So there is actually no player versus players like in real time in the game yet so we need to focus on building that system and in order to build that system it will take i think that it will take more than just we imagined so we will need to raise fund for that purpose raise fund for development yeah so i think that it's very straightforward we want to be the game that can be real time online pvp kind of stuff and then when we have that ready uh, and then when we have that ready i think gunfire is going to be a big game in this blockchain world for example uh you can you and i can go into a room we, we, we create a room 
and then you place five dollar on the table. I place five dollar on the table. We go and shoot one another. Uh, who wins? Get ten dollar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that kind of experience, that that kind of feature, is very important for games like Gunfire. It's a casual game, and uh, the 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 factor that is going to help it to become viral is going to be the friends versus friends. Yeah, and. We want to build. We want to build that system. We have imagined that system already. We want to build that, but we need to raise some more fun to mm-hmm. get that feature online as soon as possible. Because if we only count on the monthly revenue from the project, it will be just uh, just money every month. It will not just. It will not be like a very big amount of money uh, slapping in our face. Uh, like build this, build this already. Yeah. So we first want to prioritize raising funds and then develop features like I mentioned above. The system, the total infrastructure about it is going to be very complicated. Uh, and lastly, will be so we want to synchronize this gunfire game with the real world. Uh, what do you mean? What, what I mean here is if the real world have any event, we want gunfire to reflect that event. So, for example, if we have the World Cup coming, right? Mm-hmm. We will release the World Cup scene, uh, skin, and World World Cup weapons package to that for that event. I think it's very important to link between games and real life event. So, we also need to invest on the human resources so we can have that kind of of of, of uh, experience available for the players. So, raising funds is very important, and then. Next up, going to be developing more, you know, deep dive into these tournament features, P- PVP features, and then, you know, get the players the best experience, link them with the real world. Absolutely, and 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 with with especially you mentioned like multiplayer too. It's like that that's going back to the whole idea of of moving gaming social scenes from the arcade to online uh pvp and, and multiplayer and being able to play against your buddy and win i mean that's obviously just the drive to to be the best is is in many ways one of those things that helps helps the virality of games and um yeah i think that's incredibly cool and i look forward to to seeing you guys continue to build up there and also the world cup skins just bringing real life aspects and this is too it's just keeping it themed relevant it's always it's always fun and neat to see games being able to add a little perks like that phillips before we wrap up here today i do always ask a fun fact question at the end of my interviews um this is usually a question that's just to get to know people a little bit outside of crypto and obviously this is a gaming themed series i'm going to have a gaming themed question i would have two questions though because i I do want to ask you about the world cup um but before we get into that before we do that one i first so actually i'll do i'll I'll ask them both at the same time so the fun fact question for the gaming side is what is your favorite game console um it can either be like your favorite of all time in terms of like historically or uh your favorite in terms of whatever you're playing right now um it could be pc as well if if, if, if that's where, where you want to go or mobile um and then the second part is who who do you have winning the world cup who's who's your big prediction uh, okay yeah so uh for the uh game uh, the console game so i have been a uh pro evolution soccer you know pro evolution i play, soccer? I play pez yep <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah so i've been a a player who played pez from 20 to 2008 wow. so the first game i play is uh past 2008 
and then I play all along until today. Even now, the game has stopped its uh, its development and it, it has changed into e football. Mm-hmm. But I still play the, <laughs> the, the 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 closest version of version of PES, which is twenty twenty one. So that is my all time favorite game. But now I'm exploring more games uh, in the open world. So I was very busy during the uh, no, not really busy, but I didn't have like a, a high end gaming system so i did not play the open world games mm-hmm. like gta 5 so i am playing gta 5 again now and i'm also playing spider-man from from marvel so uh That's yeah awesome. now that I, I got the chance to build my own high-end pc gaming system i played i experienced those kind of games mm-hmm. i think that game is uh for a person who do marketing for games you can never stop playing games on on even mobile games or console game. It just keeps the juice in you and it keeps the energy for you to keep uh, making games better and get, generating more ideas for games. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And in terms of the World Cup, I think it's going to be a very tough question, but I think it's going to be a heavy fight between Brazil and Argentina. Mm. But I am more favor of uh, Brazil. Because why? Uh, Brazil has many star players in their team. We have Neymar, we have uh, strong uh, central midfielders, Casemiro, and yeah, very, and also very strong defenders, uh, Marquinhos, uh, Thiago Silva, uh, Silva, yeah, those players. But uh, Argentina, they have Messi. Uh, he can produce magic. And in, the, in, in, in Europe, I don't think that the teams in Europe are like strongest right now because uh mm-hmm. the the golden generation of players in in europe they are getting older already even france even for france the players are, are getting older they cannot have uh, uh performances as good as back in the 2018 anymore so i think that brazil is going to be my choice to win this world cup i'm a yeah. i'm a i'm a big everton fan so i i have a special special spot in my heart for richarlison uh, yeah, I also love the guy. He's, yeah, he's a very good player in pet in pet. <laughs> he's, uh, he's I just like he's, he's a great spirit. He's really funny to follow online and like it's just a class act in terms of uh in terms of soccer players which I, I always love to see. And then um yeah, thank you for sharing your gaming experience as well. I think I think you know, especially looking at at this at the future of, of play to earn gaming and crypto gaming, it's it's incredibly important um you know to keep the ideas flowing and it's great that you're able to now experience i've actually never even i've never played gta 5 which some people think is crazy i've never played it though I, it's one of those things i always think i should just at least once play it because it's such a, a classic to the gaming scene and then that that uh, the, the new spider-man games also look amazing and I, I haven't gotten around to playing them yet um but I, I i do need to get there one of these days um and then also just world cups world cup aside or uh, world cup and pez aside um yes the move to e-football i know has been controversial for a lot of pez fans so i have played a little bit of e-football i play a little bit of fifa i will say i do enjoy e-football more than fifa which i think is also controversial these days but hopefully the future hopefully hopefully soccer video games get back on the right track because i think they've gone off a little bit in in that way uh also the world cup watch out for senegal i think they're my dark horse team i think they're uh, they're gonna be the uh the surprise underdogs that really uh that, that really show up and, and surprise some people at the world cup i'm looking forward to it though we're only less than a month away so i'm uh, i'm counting down the days at this point phillips thank you so much for your time once again before we wrap up where should people go to follow gunfire play gunfire 
learn more about your community and get involved? Uh, everything is on Twitter. Just type Gunfire Official and everything will show up for you. Just go to Twitter. Everything is on Twitter. I would always suggest people to go to Twitter. It's more lively than going to a website. So go to Twitter, Gunfire Official. Everything is there. Sounds great. And to anyone listening or watching, all of the links that are important, and as as, as I mentioned, Twitter uh, will be down in the show notes. So, Philip, thank you again. Uh, I appreciate it. Once again, I know it's late where you are, so thank you for uh, sitting down with me and having this chat. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Ricky, for having me today. You know, I'm really, really glad to be here talking to Gravidao uh, community in this podcast. You know, looking forward to the next uh, event with you guys. Yeah.